0: It's Bible, it's Bible, it's Bible in our town. They're singing, they're clapping, let's get over the mouth. We're all excited, we are all delighted. It's Bible, 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 in our town. All right, who can tell me the name of the man that we've been learning about for the last seven weeks? See my lesson already? You think you know, though? Somebody, you've been talking about it. Who? Joseph, how did you know that? You saw it. You saw my lesson. The coloring picture was about Joseph. I didn't even see that. What was the coloring picture about? What about Joseph in the coloring picture? I don't you know? Aaron. What was, what was in the coloring picture about Joseph? Uh, Let him with black chocolate. What is in the bad stuff, and he wouldn't do it, and then he just accused her of doing it. So he was in jail, but he didn't stay in jail. Last week we learned that he did not stay in jail, but did they just let him out? Did they just let him out, and he went out and, you know, farmed the land and built the house? Is that what happened? How did he get out of jail? Abby, how did he get out of jail? I'm sorry? God worked it out, didn't he? That's what our verse says. We know that all things work together for good. God worked it out for good. good. How did God work it out for Joseph to get out of jail? You weren't even here, Josh. Do you know the story? I know Ian knows. (coughs) Ian, tell us just a little bit. Don't tell the whole story. The butler, I'll tell it, Joseph had told the butler what his dream meant, right? And it came true. And so he asked the butler to tell the king, because it was the king's butler, to, he asked the butler to tell the king that he was in jail for no good reason and maybe the king would let him out. Did the butler tell the king that? Kind of, right? How long did it take the butler to remember about Joseph in jail? Do you remember how long it took? Miss Allison? Two years. Two years! Two years he was still in jail. But was God working it out? Did God want Joseph just to get out of jail? No, he wanted Joseph to be able to tell the king something really, really important, right? So the king had a dream. Remember his dream? Remember anything about his dream was hear. The king had a dream. Yeah, he had a dream. And there was two parts to the dream. And God made it so all of the king's wise men could not figure out what the dream meant. And all of a sudden the butler remembered Joseph. And they brought Joseph up to meet the king. And Joseph was able to tell the king what God was trying to tell him, and what was God telling the king? What was God telling the king about his country, Egypt? Caleb? He's got the name of it, but what happens when that happens? Um, there's no, food. no food. But before there was no food, there was going to be... Seven, good years. Seven years of more than good years. Just very, very much food. And so, Joseph told the king, you ought to get somebody, put them in charge of collecting all the extra food so that when there's no food, you'll be able to feed your people. And the king put Joseph in charge. So Joseph, in your picture, is in jail But where is he now? He's in charge of the whole country. There's only one person that has more power and more authority than Joseph. And who's that? The king. Pharaoh. And so Joseph collected. Well, look who's here. Hurry up. Take your shoes off. We're getting right to the new part of the story. So Joseph collected all the extra food. And then what happened? Just like God had said in the dream, it stopped raining, and they ran out of food. Well, I want to tell you. I think I told you this at the end of the last week's story. Who was Joseph's dad? Let's just review that. Who was Joseph's dad? Remember Joseph's dad. Joseph's dad? God. Uh, no, God was not his dad. No. Uh, Melita? Abraham? Well, Abraham was probably a great-grandfather. So close, but not his dad. Abby? I'm sorry? Jacob. That's right. Jacob was Joseph's dad. Joseph was ja- Jacob's favorite son. But Jacob thought that Joseph was dead. Right? Because Joseph's brothers hated him. They sold him. They showed uh, their dad a uh, tore up coat full of blood and they didn't, Joseph's brothers didn't even know what happened to Joseph they just sold him as a slave so uh, Aaron, let's listen up here so Jacob is back in their homeland a long way away from where Joseph is and, and he's all of his sons are there and they've grown you know it's then today in our story It's been 22 years since Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery. He was 17 years old when he went to Egypt, and he's 39 years old now. He probably looks a lot different, doesn't he? Have you ever seen a picture of your dad when he was 20 years younger? Yeah, he looks a lot different. Can you imagine what you will look like in 22 years? Oh, my. Looks a lot different. Anyway, so Jacob is there at home, and Jacob's sons are there, and they have married, and they have children, and all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, they were doing what they always do, and it came time to start, normally there should be rain, and there was no rain. Just... There was no rain. And if there's no rain, what happens? The plants stop growing. So they took their cattle out, and pretty soon there was no more food. Because there had been no rain. And they got starting to be very hungry. They ate less and less because it was like, I don't know if there's going to be any more food. And they're hungry. And then news came. News came through, and Jacob heard, Jacob heard that there was food somewhere. Where was there food and there wasn't food anywhere else? Does anybody know? Where was there food and there wasn't food anywhere else? Caleb? In Egypt. In Egypt. Because God made it so a very wise young man would find out a king's dreams and tell him to save up all the extra food so there would be food, right? Who did all that? God did. God worked it out. So there was food in Egypt. And Jacob said said to his sons, what are you doing sitting around looking at each other? There's food in Egypt. If you don't go down there and buy some food, we're all going to starve. Starving is not fun. And at the end of starving, you you die. So he said, get up. Get some money. Go down to Egypt and buy us some food so we don't die. So all the ten brothers, eleven brothers, they were getting things ready. And Jacob saw Benjamin getting ready and said, "Uh uh-uh. Benjamin is not going. Why do you think Jacob didn't want Benjamin To go on that long trip to Egypt. Do you remember who Benjamin was? You don't remember? Kaylin, do you remember who Benjamin was? Who was Benjamin? Um, Joseph's (coughs) Joseph's little brother. And Joseph and Benjamin were the only sons of Jacob's... We don't do this anymore, and they shouldn't have done it then, but of Jacob's favorite wife. Right? So... Joseph was his favorite but now Joseph is gone so who's his favorite now? Benjamin and he's like, nah, I don't want Benjamin to go on that trip so the ten brothers took their money and they went down to Egypt to buy food and they came to Egypt and they came to the place that you buy food and I'll bet when they got close to Egypt they were looking they saw people working out in the fields there wasn't much to work on but what do you think was going through their mind? what do you think was going through their mind? Jasmine? Huh? They're hungry. Something else. They were going into Egypt. What do you think was going through their mind? What do you think? They were probably wondering if they would see their brother. Now, 22 years later, they probably wouldn't even recognize him, would they? But I bet they looked and said, I wonder if he's in that slave game. Keep going. Oh, there's a bunch of people working. Really, I wonder if, I wonder if he's over there. God did not let them forget about what they did to Joseph. So they always remembered. Even though their dad thought Joseph was dead, they had a hard time acting like Joseph was dead because God kept reminding them that they had sold him. And they were looking, and they probably wondered if they would see Joseph. And so they came to the man that sold the food. And they sat there and they saw this, Egyptian with his special headdress on, speaking the Egyptian language and there was people there that could um, that could interpret because they didn't know Egyptian. So they came to the man that sold the food and they said, "We need to buy some food." And so the man interpreted to the main guy and the guy said to them said, Where are you guys from? And he interpreted it back. Where are you guys from? And he said, we are from Canaan. And so the interpreter said to the man in charge, these guys are from Canaan. They come to buy some food. And the man in charge says, I don't believe it. I think they're spies. And so the interpreter said to them, he says, you're spies. You came to see how the famine is tearing up our land. And the men said, we're not spies. We're all 12 brothers of a man back in Canaan. And we came to buy food. And so the interpreter said to the man in charge, and the man in charge said, I don't see 12. And he said, well, there's us 10, and there's one who's not alive anymore, and there's another one, the youngest, who stayed home with our dad. And the man in charge said, You're spies. I won't believe that you're not spies unless your youngest brother comes down here. Now, what do they think? That'll never let the youngest. That'll never let Benjamin come. And the guy said, You're going to jail, and put him in jail. He said, You're spies, you're going to jail until. Your younger brother comes. And so they went to jail. The man in charge put them in jail. After three days, he came, he said, he let them out of jail and said, okay, I fear God. You can take food back to your dad and to your younger brother, but I'm keeping one of you in jail, and you bring your younger brother back. He stays, your, your brother that stays here is staying in jail the whole time. For the rest of his life until you bring your younger brother back. So they were able to get their food. And the man in charge said to his assistant, he said, Fill their bags with food. And then now they couldn't understand any of this because the man in charge is speaking Egyptian, right? He said, Fill their bags with food and put their money back. In their bags. And so the men, they got their, how many of them are heading back now? Nine. Nine. Nine of them, they got their huge sacks full of food, and they got to the spot to stop for the night. And one of them got some. was getting some food out for their animals, and he opened his bag, and what did he find? The money. Now the men, they were really upset. They were happy that they had food, but they were upset. They didn't know what was going on. They they couldn't understand why this guy thought they were spies. They couldn't understand why the one had his money in his bag. Why the man kept their brother. But we know what was going on, don't we? Who was the man in charge? Who was the man in charge? Joseph. His brother, their brother, right? When they walked in, he saw them, and they bowed down before him because they wanted to get the food from him. And what do you think came into Joseph's mind when they bowed down in front of them? Amen. Those dreams. Remember those dreams that God gave him about his brothers bowing down before him? And Joseph, he was thinking, I wonder if they still treat Dad as bad as they did I don't know exactly what he's thinking, but that had to be some of it. So, Joseph says to them, your slaves, sends them back. They get back to their dad, to Jacob, and they open their sacks, and all of them have money in their bags. And they say to their dad, the man there was very mean. He said we were slaves. He said we can't come back to get any more food unless we bring our younger brother with us. And their dad said, Why did you even tell him that we have a younger brother? That you had a younger brother? You know that I can't let Benjamin. Benjamin's brother is dead, and I'm not going to. And so the man said, He asked us, he said, Do you have a dad? Do you have a brother? We couldn't, we had to tell him. And and Simeon, our brother, is still there. And he said, Don't come back unless your younger brother's with us. So Jacob was like, The whole world is against me. I've lost my favorite son, and now Benjamin is going to have to leave. I'm not going to do it. So the food, they ate as little food as they could, but pretty soon what happened? It's a famine. And it ran out. The sacks, they got deeper and deeper in the sack, and pretty much, pretty soon... No more food in the sack. Right? And so the guys, the sons, came to Jacob and said, We really need to go to Egypt and get some more food. And Jacob said, I know. And they said, Benjamin has to come with us. And dad was like, I can't let Benjamin go. Finally, Judah... You might not remember this. Do you remember what Judah did to Joseph? Judah is the one who had the idea of selling Joseph. Remember? Reuben said, put him in the pit, and he was going to come back and free him. And while he was in the pit, Judah saw the, the people and he said, let's sell them. Judah said to his dad, Judah said, dad, here's my two sons. If Benjamin doesn't come back, I will take full responsibility for that. Was Judah a different man? Yeah. He was a different man now. So finally, ben- Jacob said, we're going to starve if we don't get food. I guess Benjamin has to go. And so, the ten brothers went down to Egypt. This was two years now since there was no food. And Joseph saw his brothers coming before him. Did his brothers know who he was? No, he was still dressed up like an Egyptian, like the ruler of the country. And Joseph said, when he saw them, what do you think he was looking for? What did he look at? Him? One, two, three, four, five, six. What was he looking for? Benjamin. Huh, Benjamin, yeah. Was Benjamin there? soon as he saw that Benjamin was with him, he said to one of his assistants, he said, go to my house, make a feast. These men right here are going to eat lunch with me today. And so the men there, they were, they were probably thinking, I wonder if that guy's going to be mean to us this time. I wonder if we'll be able to see Simeon now that we have Benjamin with us. And they got there, and the, the assistant said, you guys here, you come with me. And where did he take them? to Joseph's house. Do you think Joseph lived in a little house? He was the second room, second most powerful man in the country. Big palace probably lived in. And they brought him and the, the men were looking around and they thought, what is going on? And they said to the one guy, he said, hey, we don't know how this happened, but when we came last time, when we were heading back, we found all of our money in our bag. So we brought it all back and we brought more money so that we could buy more food. They wanted to make sure that Nothing else bad happened to them. And the man said, I know about that. And so they waited there. And pretty soon, who showed up? Simeon. Simeon showed up. And they were all there. And then, at noon, the ruler, the man in charge, came. And he sat down. And he seated each one of them. he said, okay, you, you sit right here. And you, you sit right here. And oh, you you sit here. And he sat them down, and he sat them in order from oldest to youngest. Look at you. I think those guys are like, what is going on here? Who is this guy? He must be a prophet or something. So Benjamin was the youngest, right? And they were eating there. He had his own place. Joseph had his own place there. And the men had their place. And the Egyptians, they had their own place. And Joseph served everybody. From He had all through there. And he put it on their plate and sent it to them. And each one, they got their plate of food. And then Benjamin got his plate of food. And he got five times as much food. And they had a great time. And so Joseph said, Put their put." Give them their food and they sent them off. They started leaving, and but he said to his guy, he said, put the put their sacks full of food, put their money in the top, and then take my cup, my special silver cup, and put it in the top of the youngest one's back. So they're got their, <laughs> their food on their donkeys and they're heading out of town. And as soon as they got out of town, Joseph said to his servant, he said, go and catch them and tell them that I am a very wise man and they shouldn't even try to steal anything from me because I would know that. He was testing them, wasn't he? And so his servant went out there riding up on a horse, stopped them, and they all said, what's going on? And the man said, you should know better than to try to steal from my master. What a generous man he was. He gives you all that food, serves you a great meal, and you steal something from him. And they all were like, "Nope, none of us stole anything. We didn't steal anything. In fact, whoever whoever stole it, they can die, and the rest of us will be your servants forever. And the guy said, I don't care about all that. Whoever stole it, whoever has it, he comes back to be my servant, and the rest of you can just go. And so they went through the bads, started with the oldest, all the way down, and they got to the youngest. And wasn't it there? It was in the youngest. Who's the youngest? Benjamin. Benjamin. Jacob's favorite. If the men, if their brothers were like they were 22 years ago, they wouldn't care, would they? But now, they were different. They threw their arms up and they tore their clothes and said, oh, this is terrible. And they all went back. Joseph said to them, You should know better than to try to steal from me. This one, he's staying, and the rest of you go. And, jo- and who, who, who stood up to him? Judah. Remember who Judah was? Judah's the one that said, Let's sell Joseph. Judah says, You know what? God is judging us for our sin. He didn't know who he was talking to, did he? He said, God is judging us for our sin. We have an old man who, our father is an an old man. Um, His one son is dead. And Benjamin, this one, is the son of his old age. His heart is tied up in him. And I I have told him that I would bring him back. Keep me. Just let Benjamin go back. How, How will I live if I see my father in so much grief, if Benjamin doesn't come back. And Joseph, he knew that his brothers had changed. And this is one of the... And Joseph said, he cried really loud. He said, I want everybody out of the house. Of course, they couldn't understand it, right? So, But all the Egyptians, they could understand it. They all left. And then he cried aloud, and he said... I am Joseph, your brother. You thought you were treating me mean, but God sent me before you to save many people's lives. That's what Joseph said. God sent me so that there would be food here for our family to be able to eat. Is my father still alive? And he cried, And the men, they didn't know what to think. And then they realized that Joseph, it was Joseph. And they all cried. And Joseph ran to Benjamin, his brother, and hugged him for a long time. (coughs) And Joseph said to his brothers, You need to go back and tell Dad that I am alive. And he needs to move down to Egypt. Because there's going to be five more years of famine. Move here, and I will take care of all of you. And the men, they went back to Joseph. um, They went back to Jacob. And Jacob couldn't believe it. And then he saw the wagons and wagons, all the stuff that Joseph had sent back to carry them. And he believed, he thought, Joseph is alive. I'm going to see him before I die. But then he thought, but God said that he gave us this land where I'm living now. But God came to him a dream and said, it's okay, go down to Egypt. And in Egypt, I will turn your little family into a great country. And so Jacob and his sons and their wives and their children, they all went down to Egypt. And Joseph took care of all of them while they were there. And for 17 years, Jacob lived in Egypt, but he was an old man. And finally, he died in Egypt. And he told his sons, when I die, bury me back in our homeland, where our cemetery is. Let's just call it that. And so Jacob died, and they mourned for him. And Joseph had him embalmed like a mummy, like they do in Egypt, took extra special care of him. And then they took him up there and buried him in their homeland, and they came back. And then Joseph's brothers thought, now that dad is dead, Joseph is going to get revenge. And they came to Joseph, and they bowed down before him, and they said, please, don't do anything mean to us. And Joseph was like, I was never going to do anything mean to you. You treated me evil, but God meant it for good. Things happen bad in our lives, but the Bible tells us we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God, to them that are the called according to this purpose. You treated me evil, but God meant it for good. Now, that is Joseph. And that's a wonderful story. It's one of my favorite stories in the whole Bible. But there's a story even greater than that. Jesus Christ came to earth, didn't he? Yeah. Was he treated nicely? No. No, he wasn't. They didn't just sell him into slavery. They took him. They accused him of things that weren't true, right? They beat him with their hands and their fists. They whipped him with a scourge. They... Nailed him to a cross. They killed him. They did all those bad things to him. But God meant it for good. Because they did all those bad things for him and he had never done anything wrong. In fact, he was God. That's the way he and God had planned to be able to take care of our sin. And those of you, those of us, who will turn from our sin and believe on Jesus... Because Jesus took all that punishment, He can forgive our sins. And we can have eternal life, which means we can talk to God, we can fellowship with Him, and we don't have to live a life that's separated from God. That's an even better story than Joseph and his brothers. So, what I want us to think about today You're young, but even you might have bad things happen in your lives. You might wonder, why is this happening to me? And you should remember what our verse says, that God uses things in our lives. He even uses things that are bad in our lives for our own good. Maybe he's using that to make you a better person. Maybe he's using a bad thing to make you think about him and obey him more. A lot of different things God might want from the things that he lets happen to your lives. But we should remember what our verse says. All things, we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God and to them who are the called according to his purpose. Alright? Let's remember that. Especially when we run into hard